And I think a lot of times we're always taught, okay, who's your ideal client? Who's your dream client? All those things. But who aren't your dream clients as well? Because when we get clear on that, we're not accepting the people that we really don't want to work with, right? Hence, those that are maybe complaining in the groups because they may be onboarded clients that weren't a fit for who they are and what their business stands for, right? Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. Today on the podcast, I have Brittany Janine on the show. She is a business coach and pivot strategist based in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, where she helps business owners find the areas in which they need to pivot in order to better serve themselves as well as their clients. And we have a great conversation uh, for you today. She's sharing with us the art of pivoting um, and how you can move your business to the next level and identify the areas that you might need to pivot. So let's get into today's episode. We're not live on Facebook today, thanks to whatever Facebook's doing, but um, I am still excited. Our little pivot into uh, a little private uh, conversation over here with uh, with Brittany Janine. And um, awesome. Brittany, yeah, she's a, a business uh, coach and pivot strategist uh, out in Atlanta. Brittany, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Me too. I'm I'm excited uh, to have you here. I'm excited to talk. Um, well, for for uh, for the listeners, could you give us a little um, background into what you do, um, where you're based, all that good stuff? Oh, for sure. So like you said, I'm a business coach and pivot strategist, and I really work with experienced entrepreneurs to help them pivot into their next level. You know, a lot of people get to a point in business where what they've been doing for so long no longer feels aligned. And so I help you know, work through that by building what I call a pivot plan. Um, so I really say I do that without them compromising, you know, their credibility and all the things that they've built along the way. And so, yep, I'm based in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a wife. I'm a mom of two. So life is pretty busy. Um, but I love what I do and I get the opportunity to work with a variety of people. Nice. Yeah, that is that's really cool because I I've been I mean, I've been following you for for a while and I I love all the content that you're putting out about pivoting and things and, um, and, and, uh, and, and we'll get into this, like, you know, that it, it's not all just like pivot your entire business. Uh, but you can do little pivots too. Um, Different ways. At, yeah. At first I was like, mm, no, I, I love what I do. I'm, I, I don't need a pivot. Yeah. And yep. like listening to some of your, your, uh, Instagram lives and, and different things. I'm like, actually there's these aspects of my business that I, I don't I'm really enjoy that. that and I can pivot this, mm -hmm. but still have my main focus the same. I'm a wedding photographer and I love photographing couples and all the relationships on a wedding day. 
Um, but there are definitely some little things that I was like, yeah, I'm going to pivot away from this. I don't need this. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. And we could definitely break that down because, you know, I teach so many different ways on how you can pivot, you know, the micro pivot, the macro pivot and the mega pivot. Right. And so what you're describing right now is a micro pivot. It's really like, you know, I love what I do, but there are certain areas. Maybe I want to serve in a different way. Maybe I need to change my packages and my pricing. Maybe, you know, my messaging is a little bit off. So there are only little areas that you want to pivot. And it doesn't mean that you want to throw your whole, your whole business away. It just means that, man, I, I need to focus on some areas to make it feel a little bit more crisp. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Could we get into like um, a little more into the differences between the micro macro? Yeah. And what was the third one? Uh, mega. mega. So, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Let's do it. So the micro pivot, I always say is you love what you do and exactly what you just described. You love exactly what you do, but there are areas in the business that you need to pivot. Again, that could be for some people, they need to pivot their target audience, their messaging, their pricing, the way that they're showing up in their current business. The other one I say is a macro pivot. That means like you want to stay in the industry that you're in. So maybe you want to stay in the photography or the wedding photography industry, but you want to pivot your role. So that means like, oh, I'm no longer going to maybe be shooting, but now I'm going to actually coach other wedding photographers how to then run their businesses, right? And then there's the mega pivot. The mega pivot means like, throw the whole business in the trash. Mm-hmm. I want to start with something brand spanking new. That means, John, you're now going to be a makeup artist or you're going to, <laughs> you know, be an interior designer or something totally different right. from what you're doing right now. And so um, I like to explain that, you know, it's all about business evolution. You know, a lot of times we feel like if we do something that is not aligned with what people know us for, then it's moving in the wrong direction. But businesses should ultimately feel fulfilling, right? And so um, I'm just here giving people permission to pivot because I used to be so embarrassed about all the things that I was good at. You know, I'm like, first I started as a wedding planner, then I was a photographer, then I was a designer, now I'm a coach. And before I'd be like, man, Brittany, you look like you're all over the place, girl. Like stick with something. Uh But I realized that you know, I had a gift and my gift was in every single thing that I was doing. I had the ability to translate ideas into real tangible outcomes. So no matter what I was doing, that gift still was showing up. Um, but it was okay to do something different, even if that's not what people knew me for. Um, and the cool thing too, is that I've had some clients that have been, you know, clients of, they've been photography clients, they've been brand clients and now they're coaching clients. You know what I mean? And so that's a really, um, awesome to see. Yeah, that is really cool. I feel like, I mean, that in the podcast itself, like that is what people need to hear. Like you don't need, I feel like, uh, like I was told by so many people, like pick what you want to do and do it. Like whenever, whenever I got out of college and I got my first job, which was not anything related to my, uh, my, uh, my degree. (laughs) Right. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to work here for like 30 years and retire because that's what was taught to me. And like, you work at a place, you're loyal, you stay there, you work hard, you retire, you get a gold watch and, you know, sit on your front porch, drinking sweet tea, whatever. And and that was, that was my (laughs) mindset for the longest time. And, um, it was actually my wife that was like, don't, don't you want to do like, wouldn't you be interested in like leaving and doing your own? Cause I was doing photography on the side cause I liked it and we needed more money. And, uh, and then she really like encouraged me to, to build that up into a business and leave my nine to five. And, uh, yeah, I feel like so many people are told that like, Oh, you started this business. You're a photographer. You need to, you need to stay as a photographer. If you pivot into something else, you're going to look like a failure. 
Um, yeah, which absolutely. Some people, yeah, they may they may view you as that, but that's their that's their problem. And 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 that means that you know those aren't your people, right? Exactly. And so I'm glad you just talked about the nine to five because that's another pivot that I also work through. You know, people who are leaving corporate and now they're betting on their business full time. Mm-hmm. That's a pivot in itself because now you you actually got to rely on just this income of you showing up on your on your own day to day. You know, and so I mean, I think pivoting is all around us. If you can be if I can be honest, you. Know, like it's, it happens in all aspects of life. Oh yeah, and especially the last couple of years with the pandemic and everything. Right. So many people <laughs> were just like, "Oh, you know what? I can pivot and I can do something different." And I think yeah. it's been really liberating for a lot of people, um, myself included. I mean, I I pivoted hard because like all of my couples postponed um, in yeah. 2020, and I was just like, "Okay, well, I've got nothing," and I pivoted into doing live streaming for small ceremonies and that was stuff that Mm -hmm. I had to learn and, uh, and then perfect. (laughs) And, uh, and that was, but you made it work. Yeah. Made it work. And we're still here. Our, our kids are still, you know, fed and healthy and, and all that. Um, so yeah, there's, there's been a lot of, a lot of pivoting. What, um, what would you say is uh, kind of the difference between just, just pivoting and pivoting with purpose behind it? Yeah, for sure. So I've done both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done both. You know, I've sort of been the person who just said, like, I don't want to do this anymore and just kind of close the door on it. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I've also been the person who have pivoted with a plan, you know. And so ultimately, um, that is the main difference. You know, when you're pivoting and you're actually outlining what that journey looks like. Now, again, along that journey, you're going to pivot as well. Right. But as long as you kind of have that roadmap that tells you, OK, this is my next move. Then to me, that's approaching the pivot much differently differently. Right. And so um, earlier I mentioned what I call a pivot plan. And in that I have things like your brand definition. It's your what, why, how, who, and your who not, you know, what's your message going to be? Who are we going to be working with? Right. Mm-hmm. How are we going to solve their problems? What's the content that they need? All right. What, how can we package what you now do um, and price it accordingly so that your family can eat? Right. And so um, it's sort of those things that are outlined and written. I think, you know, and I've been the business owner who've been in business five, six, seven years without a plan until I got one. And I was like, all right, th- this feels a little bit different, you know? And, and so not to knock anyone who doesn't have a plan, but I, I'm going to tell you that when you have one in place, it actually feels like, who? okay. I can have a little down day because I know what's to come, you know? So yeah. Oh yeah. That's the main difference. The, pr- the plan is what I feel is the difference between just pivoting and then pivoting with purpose and intention. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, whenever you said uh, like five or six years without a plan, I was like, oh, yeah, that was that was me. I I was just like, I don't know. I'm going to go out here and photograph weddings and I have no plan. I didn't have really a marketing plan. I was just networking with people and I didn't even realize that that was a marketing plan. Like it wasn't a plan. It was just I knew if I met with people that own venues and coordinators and people that they'll probably send people my way. And, and, right. and, that, and that's 80% of us, to be honest, like mm-hmm. m- many of us, we just start, yeah. you know what I mean? That's all we know. Yep. Um, but then when we know better, we do better, you know? And so that's, that's where I come in. Get freedom back into your life with freedom edits. Do you often feel overwhelmed by the endless supply of photos, the amazing photos that you've taken and you're just needing to edit them now? 
and they're just piling up and piling up. I know the feeling. I feel you. I was you not too long ago. But Freedom Edits is a team of photo and video editors who absolutely love to edit. You know that thing that you don't really super enjoy? Maybe you really love taking the photos, but you hate editing. These people love editing. They are a unicorn. They are amazing. And what I love about Freedom Edits, other than regaining more time to work on my business and spend afternoons with my kids and evenings with my wife, is that they are very hands-on with feedback. They want to know all the little tweaks you'd make to their edits, and then they learn how to better match your style. Now, I hardly have to adjust anything when I receive galleries back from my editor, Nick. What is up, Nick? You are amazing. So head to lightdarkco.com slash freedom to get 30% off your first order. Their prices are hella affordable anyway for the amount of time that they save you already. So get 30% off lightdarkco.com slash freedom and get more freedom in your life. little sidetrack. There's one question that I, I just love asking and uh, it's, is there something, a, um, a piece of advice or uh, I don't know, a lesson or something that you have learned throughout the years that really changed the way that you view your business or just like your general outlook on life? Yeah, I always say you are the juice. It's time to serve it up organic and fresh squeezed. Right. Ooh. And so, okay. Um, and I say that because there's this moment or this, this moment that I had in my business where I'm just like, man, Britt, like you do this girl and you do, and you're amazing at it, you know? And, and until I, I believe it, I can't get anyone else to believe in me if I don't believe in me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I started saying that I posted it one time and it's just stuck. You know, I say it on every podcast, <laughs> you know, I post it online. It's on my website, you know what I mean? And so it's just something that has always stuck with me. And I feel like we have all got to get to a point where we realize like, man, I am the juice. Nobody can do what I do the way that I do it. You know what I mean? And so there might be people, there's other business coaches, there are other wedding photographers, you know, that are in the industry that you, you know, that maybe do things that are similar to you, but nobody can do it like you, yeah. you know what I mean? And so I just had to keep telling myself, man, I'm the juice. I'm the juice. I'm the juice. I actually have um, shirts and hats. I haven't launched it yet, but like, where's like the juice, the juice, you know, cause I just really want people to really feel that. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you know, there, there's so many different kinds of juice too. You got, you know, orange juice and grapefruit juice and all that. <laughs> and like, there's so many different people that, you know, yeah. some people will, um, like they're going to learn from you when other people may not learn from you as well as they learn from another business coach. And yeah, like it's true. you're going to have your people that are going to learn from you. Even if someone else is successful, doesn't mean that you can't be successful. Um, so, yeah. I, I love how you said that. There's, there's always <laughs> look, no one's ever responded to it like that. That was actually really awesome. Cool, I like cool. that. Yeah. Cause there's like grapefruit juice and I know people who love it and I can't, get behind grapefruit uh, juice. It's not my I juice. I love grapefruit juice. Yeah, yeah. I, I love grapefruit okay, juice. Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah, I love an orange juice. <laughs> and there That's we go. Awesome. Yeah, we're, we're getting our juices from different places. So awesome. Yeah. Okay, you That's are so the good, juice. John. I'm going to use that again, okay? Yeah. I'll give you your credit when I use it, <laughs> but I'm, go I'm going to use that again. Okay, awesome. Yeah, go for it. That's great. Okay, so back to back to pivoting. Um, what are, what are some signs? Like if, if people are, are listening they're like, I don't know, I just don't know if I need to pivot or not. Yeah. What are some signs that they can look for, kind of get their feelers out there for a pivot, either macro, micro or mega? 
Yeah. I always uh, say um, there's a couple of things your gut will tell you. So I always say that you're going to have like this sort of wrestling feeling where it's like, man, like it just doesn't feel right. Mm. I don't know what it is, but there's something that's off in my business. Right. And so uh, that's number one. The gut's going to tell you. I'm also going to say your people will tell you. So oftentimes people will come to me and be like, Britt, do you do you do X, Y, Z? And I'm like, Man, I never really thought about that. And so when multiple people started coming asking if I do X, Y, Z at that point, I'm like, is there something here? You know what I mean? And so that's another way. Um, I say your pocket will tell you. Is your revenue up and down? Yeah. You know, sometimes, and, and that happens with all business owners, you know, like re- revenue looks good one month. It doesn't all, and it's just kind of shifty and maybe there's time and not necessarily to pivot the whole business, but that means there might be areas, maybe offers different things that you have to kind of change and see how your audience is actually, you know, understanding what it is that you do. Right. Um, and ultimately, like, I just want to say just always going back to the gut and just making sure that your business feels aligned with the direction that you want to go, the future that you see for yourself. Right. Um, so there are many, many different factors that are going to come into play. You know, um, sometimes I also say like your attitude will tell you the way you show up in your business. Um, you know, you're mad at your clients. You're, you're, you're mad that you got to edit today. Uh-huh. You're, you're mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're, you're just complaining your whole way through it, man. Why, why are you doing this to yourself? Oh yeah. You know, you don't have to do this to yourself, you know? Oh, man. So every single, every single Facebook group, I just see so many photographers just ranting about how they hate editing or they hate, you know, these, these couples that are just asking them all these questions. And like, do you really enjoy man, what you do? Cause it doesn't do, seem like yeah. it. It doesn't. And if you need to pivot and hire an editor, then do what you got to do. Go shoot and then get the person on deck that can edit because you don't like to do that part of your business. That's exactly what I did. Um, <laughs> that was yeah. that was one of my pivots after listening to you. I was like, you know what? I'm spending so much time editing and I don't enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy doing like the the really artisan edits and like the the vibrant colors and, you know, bringing the stars out and like these these yeah. uh, a little bit more advanced edits. I like doing that, but I don't just like doing the this is another photo from the ceremony and it's the same lighting yeah, the and color correction, color correction and, yeah. and, you know, making sure skin tones are the right color and, and all that. And then, uh, and then I hired an editor and it has been amazing because I have so much more time yeah. and they're doing right. an amazing job. Cause that's what they love doing. And absolutely. Yeah, it's just, and you're not in the Facebook, Facebook groups complaining about editing because you have yourself pivoted. Yeah. So yeah. So a couple of things, like I say, your guts, your people, your pocket and your attitude are just a couple that you can start with to know, like, you know what, I think I'm approaching where I need to pivot some areas in my business or pivot my business altogether. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And like kind of starting with pivoting, um, what are a few first steps into a pivot? Like with a, with a plan? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to definitely go back to that brand definition. So I always tell people to get rooted in your what, why, how, who, and your who not. What do you do or what will you do? Why do you do it? Okay. How do you do it differently than others in your field? Okay. And then who do you do it for? And I think a lot of times we're always taught, okay, who's your ideal client? Who's your dream client? All those things. But who aren't your dream clients as well? Because when we get clear on that, we're not accepting the people that we really don't want to work with, right? Hence, those that are maybe complaining in the groups because mm-hmm. they may be onboarded clients that weren't a fit for who they are and what their business stands for, right? Oh, yeah. um, and so before you actually jump into um, 
sort of a pivot, you know, after you've heard of the things, like maybe your pocket told you, your people told you, whatever, definitely getting that definition in place to actually, you know, define the movement that you're going to be making actually is a great start. Um, and then after you have that in place, I always say, now, how does the thing that you're going to do um, solve people's problems. What problem are you going to be solving with this new thing? And I think when you get clear on that, then you're absolutely ready to build it all the way out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I feel like there's a lot of us, myself included, when I started, I did not have the, the who, the what I was just like, I don't know what I, I am taking photos and who yeah. people who will hire me. <laughs> right. and that is it. That's right. my business plan. That is all that I need. And, um, it worked for a couple of years, but then after that, like I didn't know who I was as a photographer. I didn't know my yeah. style. It was all over the place. I was doing like selective color photos and things in like the early 2010s. Like when, and, like when you make the flowers red and the rest of the photos gray, like that white. kind of stuff. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember that. That's throwback. That's, That's throwback. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and it's really cringy looking back at that now. So. <laughs> hey, but you gotta appreciate the journey. You know what I'm saying? Oh, exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And like that was the journey of me finding myself in my own style, and then I had to take that time to actually find out what my what was and, yeah. and who my people were. Because um, I, I feel I like you were saying with the people, you know, ranting in the Facebook groups about their difficult clients. It's OK to tell someone no, like even yeah. if you got to you got to make bills and everything, you know, it's if they don't feel like you were saying following your gut, if you don't, if you feel that in your gut, like. I just feel like there's already some red flags just in the first mm -hmm. meeting here or they're, you know, the way that they're texting yep. me and like, Hey, I emailed you two hours ago and you haven't gotten back to me yet. Um, you know, yeah, you're like, like not, mm, not for me. No, I think I'm going to pass. Uh, these mm -hmm. are some other Hard photographers pad. you might want to check out. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Yeah. Like it's, it is okay to say no. And it is okay uh, to just tell them you're not, not available anymore. And yeah, not mm -hmm. a good fit. And, uh, I think that is, that's something that we're often scared of. I know that I was for sure. Yeah. The first time that I told someone, I didn't think we were a good fit. It felt like I was breaking up with someone and I was just like, okay, it's a, uh, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> like pump myself up to talk to them, like send the email and everything. Yeah. And then afterwards they were just like, oh, okay, thanks for, thanks for letting us know. Let me know. I was like, oh, is that easy? Okay. Yeah. Cool. And you did yourself a, a good service and, and also to them too, because, you know, you're not showing up, you know, in a way that you don't want to. And then now they're not receiving, um, you know, that from you either, you know, so mm. you did a great job doing that. So, yep, we all, we experienced that no matter what field we're in, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. What were, what were some of the things that made you want to pivot, uh, from like photography to photography to Ooh. planning or were you a planner first? Uh, planning to photography, okay. photography to design, mm -hmm. design to coaching. Um, but when I, when I talk about this, um, a lot of it was accidental until it, until it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And so wedding planning, literally I was like, I'm not cut out for this. <laughs> you know, I got bride, I got bridezillas. Um, I remember my, my wedding that I'm a, a wedding I planned at the Jefferson Memorial in Washington, DC. I lost the uh, father right before uh, the bride is walking down the aisle because um, he had he had Alzheimer's. So um, I'm like, run, I'm running around this Jefferson Memorial trying to find this man. And I'm like, I have on heels. I'm mm. like, why? Why am I doing this? Why? I don't think I'm cut out for this, no. you know. And then I find him right in time, and he's like, literally cussing me out. 
But I'm like, sir, I don't care. I just need you to get down this aisle yeah. with your daughter at this point, right? Um, and then we get to the reception and the, and the bride is like, aren't I gorgeous? Aren't I gorgeous? And I was just like, I don't think I'm made for this, yeah. right? And so that was really, really short lived. Um, and then when I had my daughter, so I, I was like, nope, not going to be a business owner. I was working in corporate at the time. Um, then I had my daughter in 2012, picked up a camera because she was changing so much. And so, you know, babies oh, change so fast. So fast. And so, it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so I was taking yeah. pictures. Yeah. And so I had, I had the good camera, you know, with my friends. They're like, oh, Brittany has a good camera. Can, Brittany, can you take pictures of me for my LinkedIn? Can you take pictures of me for blah, blah, blah. And so I ended up just like kind of taking pictures for friends and, you know, folks would be like, man, Brittany, your pictures are pretty good. Like, and so little by little, I started to have like this photography business, you know, where I was doing, you know, friends, LinkedIn's, I was doing seniors. I went back to weddings as a photographer. I was just doing all the things like, you know, hey, whoever wants me to shoot, I'm going to shoot. I'll shoot your cat, your dog, all the things, right? Um, and so, uh, and then that's how I met Tosh, uh, Tosh Haynes of Ike and Tosh. And so, um, I was like, well, I guess since I'm a photographer now, I gotta kind of invest in my education. And I end up at her conference called Blink at the time. Um, and I, my branding, I had to, I, like I said, I, I didn't have any money for, a, a designer, uh, any of that. So I went to YouTube university, taught myself brand design. I did my business card, my logo, my website, all the things. And Tosh is like, Brent, who, who did your branding? And I'm like, me girl, like I did this. And so she's like, well, I need somebody to brand, uh, the whole blink conference. And I'm like, in my mind, I don't, I don't really know what branding is at this point, but I'm like, clearly she needs design. I'm gonna do it. Uh-huh. Um, and at this conference, Tosh is putting me on the entire time. She's like, hey, if y'all love the Blink uh, branding and stuff, Brittany Janine did it. Brittany Janine did it. So I left this conference with a whole bunch of photography clients who needed a brand, a logo, a website, all the things. And so I made a name for myself um, in the brand space at this time. I was there for about five or six years. Um, and then my last client, her name was Katie Cheadle. I was actually on her podcast recently because so cool. I was like, man, it's cool that you were my last design client yeah. like like that. And I went to uh, Long Beach to shoot her. Uh, so I was blending photography and design at the time. So I would be your photographer and then I would design all the things together. Right. Okay. And so um, I remember going to the hotel after I shot her and I was just like, man, I, I don't feel fulfilled in this work anymore. Like, and so a friend of mine came to the hotel room. She put post-it notes all around the wall. She's like, Brittany, we got to get you out of this funk. Okay. What's the no light truck trust factor and what's the blah, blah, blah. So she's trying to like, really like strategize her way, like strategize me out of this funk. And I'm like, man, I just want to eat good food. I want to date my husband. I want to find a church home. I want my kids to be healthy. Like all the things that I wanted at that time had nothing to do with design. And that's how I knew something was like happening yet again. Mm. Right. And so I paused for a bit, went and worked under some coaches, which was a weird move. Um, but I also learned under these coaches, like, man, I can be an amazing coach and I can give people what they really need. And God just came to me and said, one thing you've done, girl, and you've done it great and amazing. Every time it's pivoted. Brittany, go out there and teach people how they can pivot too. And that's how I'm here, you know? And so, um, there's no like, Oh, like a beautiful, it was just accidental stuff. And then eventually I got to that hard point in LA or the long beach hotel where Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's my next move? And God gave it to me and I figured out how to put it in a plan and make sure that I could teach people how to plan their way forward too. Yes. I love in, in that story that it wasn't that you were like in the wrong places, like you weren't supposed to be a photographer. You were supposed to be a photographer for that season. Absolutely. And then seasons were changing. You're like, 
I'm going to pivot and I'm a brand strategist. Yep. And then you were, you were killing Absolutely. it in that game until you weren't, until you weren't feeling it and then pivoting again. And yeah, Absolutely. that is great. Cause I, I feel it, like I'm probably going to pivot at some point. I'm still loving what I'm doing, but I'm looking in the future. Yeah. I'm like 10 years from now, I'm going to be 40 something year old photographer and like my knees are already hurting at the end of a wedding day yeah. like <laughs> right, i can imagine right. and uh like what i wonder what my pivot is going to be and it's uh, kind of pivoting into education a little bit with you know speaking here and there and you know obviously this yeah. podcast and coaching and all that um but yeah i've i've kind of had my had my eyes open to a pivot um and i'm loving yeah. this conversation because i'm just like okay now i can like i've got I've got things to look at and, and places to, to kind of, um, I don't know, just feel that pivot come on. Uh, instead yeah. Of just the like, cool wow. thing is I often say is like, nothing was a waste. And so you pick that up, right. Where, you know, in that season, I, I grasped something, you know, like, so as a wedding planner, I say, I learned all about logistics and organization, you know, as a photographer, I learned about perspective and seeing the things from a different, you know, lens or, or, or way, you know, when it came to design, I learned what it meant to like brand yourself to stand out from the competition, you know, and then as a coach, I was able to then take that whole journey and pull it into, okay, now if I had to put each one of these steps into a plan and I had to showcase what it means to have a different perspective, what it means to be organized what it means to have a brand that stands out and now coach people through that. I'm able to use every single pivot that I've experienced in this world that I'm in now, you know? And so I had to go through all of those stages to get here, you know? And so it's cool that you picked that up as well. Yeah. And I love what you said there that you had to go through those to get where you are. Like that's part of your story. And even, yeah. even me like working at a, a sheet metal shop, uh, while I was building my photography career that taught me a lot about, cause I was a quality inspector and that was a lot of really detailed, like we were, I was measuring things down to the thousandth of an inch for, uh, these really Ooh. precise parts that were going into airplanes. And like, if I was wrong, this airplane might come down and that's on me. Yeah. And like that really taught me that discipline of, focus and intentionality and and all that and i've been able to bring that into my photography work of focusing yeah. on the details of timelines and and all those things and and working with people and um the intuition of their relationships and and all that and like yeah never would have thought that working at this nine to five job would have uh sculpted me for being a better photographer but you can yep, take stuff absolutely from anywhere Yep. No. Awesome. Okay. So are there any, like for the, for the listeners, are there some, some tips, some, uh, as they're moving forward with, with maybe a pivot, the, uh, either, you know, micro macro, uh, or mega that they're after listening to this, they're like, yeah, I already see a pivot coming on. What would you suggest yeah, for them? I would definitely say, you know, don't be afraid to move away from what you know and what you're known for right? What you know and what you, you're known for, right? Just like you said, when the pandemic came and you had to shift into live streaming and doing things a different way, that's not necessarily what you knew and were known for at the time, but you knew that that's something that you had to do or that would be better aligned for you in that season, right? And so I always like to say, like, it's okay to try new things and to, you know, shift from what people know you for, right? So when I was a brand designer and I was about to tell the world that I was about to be a coach, 
that was like, Ooh. like, you know, uh, there are people who are saving their money to work with me as a designer. Like what, Brittany, how, like, are you serious? Like, well, who, is there anybody that you're going to recommend? Like, you know, and so for me, it was like, man, I got to be able to tell people this no longer serves me. And so I want you to give your permission, give yourself permission and grace to be able to shift away from those things that no longer serve you. Um, and I'm also going to say like, it's okay to do business your way, right? Mm -hmm. It's okay to do business your way. Yes. You're going to have a plan, but you're going to finesse that plan to be yours, to feel like yours. I feel like in a world of, you know, social media and things like that. Oh, and we're watching our favorites, right? Well, I got to do content this way. I got to do reels this way. I got to, you know, make sure I have my offer structure this way and I got to shoot this way. And so we find ourselves doing business that's not even true to us. And we're not necessarily wanting to pivot because we don't like what we do. We're wanting to pivot because we were never doing it the way that we were supposed to do it anyway. Uh -huh. Right. And so it's really important that we kind of give ourselves the room to actually do business the way that we want to do it. Who cares if you're not posting every single day? But when you do post, did it feel good? That's all that matters. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and so I have so many little things like that, but I definitely want people to just really do business the way that they feel it in their heart, in a sense. Yes. OK. I love that. And like going back to what you said about. um about like the people who were saving up money to work with you as a uh, brand designer. Like, <laughs> right. For me, I, 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 I feel like I would, I would just be like, okay, yeah, well, I mean, you're saving up money. You want to work with me. I'll go ahead and do it. And <laughs> yeah, and, that's funny. And, but like that, your heart's not in it anymore. And that's not the place for you. And you're doing them a disservice. If you stay in the game and keep doing branding because yeah. you're not doing it to the best potential that you can because you're not mm -hmm. there anymore. And nope at yeah, all. And that's something if there's like any Enneagram twos out there or anyone who's like people pleasers that just want to, you know, feel bad for pivoting out of taking newborn photos. Like I had so many people like I used to take newborn photos because it was you were paying me money and I can take photos. <laughs> and uh, and I pivoted right out of that because I was like, this is not for Absolutely. me. And, and I felt bad for uh, where I'd have, you know, past couples. They're like, hey, we, you know, we're we're having a baby. We want to do some maternity photos. I was like, I can do that. And then newborn photos like I have some friends that I will point you no, toward. No. They're amazing at <laughs> not, it. Not I. I'm not good with, with posing newborns. And, uh, but it felt, uh, I had to get past that feeling of disappointment uh, for them not working with me, but uh, reframing that as I am not, that's not my place as a newborn photographer. No, it's not so, my lane. Yeah. It's not and, my lane. And I'm doing it them. And even if it was your lane once, you can change lanes, yeah. you know, just like a oh, car, yeah. you know? And so change the lane and be like, oh, there's other cars over there in that lane for you, but I'm over here in this mm -hmm. lane now. Yeah, it's a big old highway out there. You got... You can go Absolutely. all over the place. Just use your turn signal, please. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Man, you got some good stuff, man. Well, uh, Brittany, this has been uh, so much fun. I have really enjoyed this. Um, there's there's a question that I like to ask at the end of every episode where um, I just like to talk about what you're loving this week. Um, could be like a movie, <sighs> TV show, a new book. Uh, could be a, a new food or restaurant or something that you found. What are you loving this week? I'm going to say I'm loving that I'm resting this week. Honestly, we just got back from mm. family vacation mm -hmm. and uh, I haven't fully turned on just yet. And that feeling of not being fully on feels OK. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, I got an email or because 
normally I'm like, you know, and so now I'm just kind of, I'm like, so this was a great day to have the podcast because I'm like, you're just like chill and just like, all right, let's go. Let's coast. It's cool. Yeah. You can tell on the podcast (laughs) episodes where I actually have a busy week because I'm like, (laughs) so yeah, I'm going to say I'm I'm feeling good just resting in and being right now. So yes. Nice. That's good. I, I had that like the first week of January where we were coming off Mm -hmm. of, I had a busy December. We were traveling for family and stuff and holidays and then had that week of just like, I don't have any photo shoots this week. I don't have anything that's new. I can kind of set back, not like jump on my emails as soon as they come in. And uh, yeah, Yeah. it feels good. I'm I'm glad that you Mm -hmm. are still in there. I am not in there anymore. I am. I'm all over the place right now. <laughs> but you know, we have our moment. Exactly. Next week looks a whole lot different for me. So yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Next month, I get a little bit more of a more of a uh, an ease. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, let's see. What am I loving? Um, oh, we uh, my my wife and I did a, a like a free week trial of HBO Max um, because we're both big Harry Potter fans, and they had okay. the twentieth anniversary Harry Potter. Uh, deal where they brought back the cast and like did behind the scenes uh, video from like before they filmed the first movie and and it was it was really cool if you are a Harry Potter fan you will enjoy it if you're not a Harry Potter fan um, it might be a little bit long and boring um but uh but it was, <laughs> you know it was what? Cool. i did watch the first harry potter like back in the day and I, I remember being like man this was really good but i never kept up with mm-hmm. it and then i had a friend she she i mean she's hardcore um and she had books and so i i'm gonna be honest i hate to read yep. and so she and these books used to be so thick and oh, i'd yeah. be like man you're gonna read the whole thing she's like it's so good oh, yeah. i'm like yeah, and they'll they'll read it in like a week and just like seven hundred yeah, pages. She loves yeah, it, that, that was and my she'll wife. do it over and over again too. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, my wife. Uh, so I I grew up in like very uh, homeschooled conservative family and uh, no witchcraft at all. Like we were not allowed to watch Harry Potter and all that, and and I really didn't have any desire to. I was just like. I don't know what that is, but I'm not going to watch it. I'll watch Spider-Man. It's cool. And uh, mm-hmm. cause that that's okay. And uh, yeah. <laughs> right. and then when, um, when we had our son in 2015, um, my wife had a ton of time to just sit there, you know, taking care of the little baby and nursing and all that. And a friend gave her the first Harry Potter book and she read it. And then just went through the next, I don't know, seven or eight or however many there are yeah. and just loved it. And then audiobooks on repeat uh, for the next couple of years. And that got me into it. And then we watched all the movies. And uh, yeah, so it was it was like probably like 70 percent for her uh, watching this, <laughs> watching this uh, special 20th anniversary thing. And then like 30 yeah. percent for me, I'm like, I'm interested enough. Like it's it's interesting seeing them <laughs> as like 10 and 11 year olds. Um, as the actual actors and not the characters and how yeah. they were talking and, and interviews and stuff that I never watched as also like a 10 or 11 year old at the time. Um, right. Yeah, it's, it's good. If you're, That's if you're cool. a Harry Potter fan, uh, you can, you can get that free week through uh, Hulu, I think. Um, yeah. I like that question. Yeah. What you're enjoying this week. It's fun. It's definitely opened me up to a lot of, especially like books and TV shows and stuff where I'm like, I haven't even heard of that, but it sounds a hundred percent up my alley. 
Um, yeah. But. Well, cool. So, Brittany, where can people find you? Where can they follow along? Uh, where can they oh, see yeah. all the things? Yep, I'm at Brittany Janine all over, but you can most most guaranteedly all the time <laughs> find me at uh, Brittany Janine on Instagram, where I do Tell It Tuesday uh, every single Tuesday, where I'm really bringing you these gems and keeping it all the way real when it comes to business. Sweet, sweet, yeah, and uh, you should definitely follow Brittany. I I am really enjoying your Instagram. Um, anytime that I see like your stories pop up, I'm just like, cool. Yeah. I'm going to watch this one. Uh, (laughs) that's not the case for everyone on Instagram right now. Thank Um, you. But yeah, well, Brittany, thank you so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. Y'all. I loved all of that. The conversation, Brittany, the idea of pivoting, uh, just her opening my eyes and I'm sure, uh, a few of yours as well. Um, and just the areas that you can pivot, um, whether it be micro macro or mega, uh, and yeah, I hope that you uh, take some time and just look at some different ways, uh, different areas that you might need to pivot in your business. As always, you can check out all the things in today's episode in the show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 101. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. All the ads in today's episode are affiliate partnerships. You can get a great deal while supporting us and helping keep this podcast coming at you every week. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Brittany is at Brittany Janine. That's B-R-I-T-N-E-Y. And you can find me at All Heart Photo. Subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Show us some love. Share us with your friends. It really helps us podcasters out uh, to really just uh, spread the word, grow the community. And uh, I always love making new friends, of course. Until next week, I will see you in the Facebook community. Bye.